Welcome back to Just One Question. I'm still here and, and you're still there because uh, we little thought back in the day last year that we would be doing this this long. Uh, but there are some compensations and, and one of them is my next guest, Aaron Larger Kaplan. Um, the classic guitar is the place where I go when I need to be humbled. It is, it is, uh, I want to say it's the hardest instrument in the world to play, but that's only because all your mistakes show up in either hand, the left hand and the right hand. It is a, a stern taskmaster, the, the classic guitar. And so when you run across somebody who is a true master of the classic guitar, it's worth stopping and staring a little bit and pointing fingers and saying, this guy is amazing. So uh, Aaron Larger Kaplan is a performer. Of course, he's a recording artist. He's director of a Spanish music ensemble. He's a teacher. Uh, and he's known for his transcriptions of John Cage's music and an advocate for other new music. And you can find him at alcguitar.com. And so I urge you to do that in this, in these trying times let somebody else play the guitar for you because it's hard just saying and he makes it look easy welcome aaron tell us how you're doing hello nick it's a pleasure to be here thank you so much for having me i'm doing all right it's snowy here in boston and i'm inside with a roof over my head and a cup of hot chocolate not too far away so doing well thank you that's excellent so we're we're a year into this um pandemic and the whole reason for starting these little recordings. Um, and we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. It does seem to be receding a little bit each week that we see it again, but let's say there, let's be optimistic and say there is light at the end of the tunnel. This, we will get out of this soon. But with all this time, uh, we now know that we are going to be changed when we do finally return to whatever passes for the future normal. And so I'm wondering in your experience and with your uh, vantage point uh, as a stage performer uh, and, uh, and a musician, um, how are we gonna be different? How will we be changed by this strange universal experience? I think it's going to affect each of us differently. Um, as an artist, uh, of course, I don't know any musician who doesn't want to be performing. So that goes without saying. We, we enjoy doing it in the first place, and it's been taken away um, for, uh, for good reason. I, I'm not angry about that. I mean, I'm disappointed. But um, I do think priorities will change. I know for me as a musician, I ran and ran and ran from concert to concert, from ensemble to ensemble. Um, I'm not yo-yo ma, I'm not in that tax bracket. And so it, part of it was survival and part of it is just the joy of making music. And I look back at all of the programs that I had scheduled in 2020 and I'm like, how would I have ever done this? There's, there's so many things and the amount of practice and running. And I, I hope that one of the changes that will stick, it feels kind of like a resolution rather than uh, an idea, is that I don't go back to this kind of running blindly from job to job. Um, I want every step to be golden. I've said that for many years, 
And I've applied it in certain aspects of my life. I, I take food very seriously. So I make sure it's good quality, a good cup of coffee, a good espresso. Um, here, here. Yeah, strings on a guitar. You know, I, I'm not going to cut certain corners. And so when this passes, um, I look forward to continuing to see my wife uh, yeah. on a regular basis um, and not running with my head cut off. I love the fact I'm not commuting. I think it's wonderful. It's definitely changed my teaching um, because I cannot play along with my students. I can't talk while they're doing something. I have to wait um, and they can't depend on me and look at me and go, where's my hand supposed to be? I have to let them struggle. And they almost to a T, they've all picked up the metronome on their own which used to be like, are you using your metronome? Eh, now it's, oh, let me get my metronome out because I can't be their metronome. So I think on a very uh, micro level, it will change little things in my little, in the life. Um, on the macro, I, I hope that it, this longing to go perform, I hope that others have a longing to go to concerts, to interact in a manner, not just go to be seen, but to experience mm -hmm. what live interaction is in uh, Indian music, uh, classical Indian, Ravi Shankar, Ali Akbar Khan. There's a, um, a, a musical aesthetic called Rasa. Mm -hmm. And this is it's fascinating. I, I learned about this in at the New England Conservatory when I was a student, and it just, it, it, I wanted it to be a part of my life. It is, I'm performing on stage, you're in the audience, we are communicating. Mm -hmm. And if I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing, and you are listening and actively listening, because there is a difference between active listening and just being there, the two of us can reach a form of nirvana. But if you're doing all of that you want, and I'm thinking about while I'm playing, because it can happen, FedEx or um, <laughs> uh, a student who didn't do their work or bills that need to be paid, it won't happen. And the same, if I'm doing everything I can do and you're not actively listening to it, it won't happen. And we see this. In Indian music, the audience will count the, uh, the, the rhythms mm -hmm. in uh, Spanish music. We have this ole ole when the audience, the listeners are clapping the compas. And as a classical musician, we use this, we use the language of electric. Oh, it was electrifying tonight. There was something about it. Um, and this, that magic, that's why I play music. I, and mm -hmm. I know a lot of people, that's why they go to concerts for that taste. So, it doesn't happen all the time. I, I hope that people will have the energy and strength to get off Netflix or other items mm -hmm. and come to see an event. I love playing online concerts. I've played probably uh, eight or nine, have a few more coming up. Mm -hmm. And I have a reach to Europe and to Mexico, Canada, I mean, all over. And I've had audiences from all over and it's magical and it's great. I can't wait to go and do it in person and meet these people who have become fans. Mm. Yeah, Fantastic. So they, th those are my, my thoughts. On, in a political element, mm. um, 
I, I really hope the idea of empathy or the reality of empathy, I haven't figured mm. this out yet, um, especially in the U.S., we have a tendency that if it doesn't affect us, it doesn't matter. Mm. And I know um, I had a house fire year, uh, in 2007, years ago. Mm. And a friend of mine came up to me who had had a fire at her apartment, and she said, no one will understand it unless they've experienced it. Mm. And I found that very true. And I, the reach of COVID with over 400,000 dead um, and an untold reverberations from the sickness, mm. um, I, I really cross my fingers that people will be more respectful, clean, um, and watch out for each other. Yeah, so that's my hope. From your mouth to God's ear, I, 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 uh, I love that answer because uh, we're all we're all wondering if something similar could happen if we could retain some of the things that have felt good about about this time, as you said, the lack of commuting. That, but more more importantly, the time that that's given us to think and to and to reorder our priorities a little bit and and say, do I really want to be on that treadmill um, and right. Uh, as a as a, a speaker and coach uh, and normally in, in constant travel, uh, I know what that treadmill feels like. And I'm also aware that nobody has that treadmill experience like classical musicians who go all over the world and have to put so many gigs together and they play solo and they play in small groups and they play with orchestras and, and it, it can be never ending. So I know, I know what you mean. Uh, but yeah, will we slow down? Will we retain some of this spaciousness that our lives have attained i hope so and i i have there is a silver lining i mean mm. i have put out an album uh, an anthology i have another album coming out in the first week of april another volume of an anthology mm. um these are projects that i could not have done without the ability to be at home mm -hmm. for longer than i've ever been at home in right. 25 years so it is there, I, I, I look to the positive aspect of it um, and hopefully I'll find a way to balance it. I mean, that is, I want to play music for the rest of my life. I don't right. imagine myself retiring, hmm. um, but I do want to figure out, you know, does my industry still exist? Is hmm. there an industry to go back to? How will it be changed? I don't know. And all I can do is practice daily and you know, pay attention to what's happening out there. And, you know, I, I record lullabies, contemporary lullabies, new ones. Mm. And they, I don't sleep to them. That's the great irony of this. And <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> but other people might. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope so. They tell me they do. There you go. Uh, so, you know, I, my wife is very good at this. She's, mm she has this kind of panglos aspect of life mm. is that we're as bad as it is, we're still here. We're still going forward mm -hmm. and we learn from it. Mm. Um, hopefully we're still here. And I, I, I don't think that's a free reign to do whatever we want, but mm. I do look forward to sharing meals, to being around friends, mm. of course, I also really enjoy sitting at home and mm. 
with my guitar because mm -hmm. it's a pain in the butt, but the reward, Nick, the reward is so worthwhile. <laughs> I hear you, oh master. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, this is stuff that I, I, I have a young students, you know, they're freshmen and sophomores in college. Mm. And, you know, we talk about this and, I, I'm in a university system. I teach at the university, state university of Massachusetts, University mm -hmm. of Massachusetts, Boston. And, you know, it's the least expensive of the schools in Massachusetts that uh, four-year colleges. And, you know, am I guilty of, you know, telling students to go into this business? And I don't know. And mm. uh, one time a teacher told me, you'll have to be very creative to have a career. Mm. And... I hate that advice, but I think as a person, it's wonderful. You mm. know, it's a very freeing thing. I have to be creative. I have mm. to be, um, I have no choice. And then maybe I never did have a choice. Mm. Um, mm. I'm not, yeah. So I'll tune my guitar tonight mm. and again tomorrow morning. And as I tune it, I tune myself, hopefully, and continue to play and I, I'm not retiring anytime soon. Excellent. And I'll share more music. That's all Wonderful. I can do. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Aaron Larger Kaplan, everybody. Uh, the, the word from a performer who wants to get back into the performance space. And we all hope that you can and that we can and we can share those moments that you describe as electric. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nick, for having me.